1: Party on the Tim McKernan podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's so good, man. I didn't know if I could carry the momentum from 2022 over, but now I feel like I just did. Uh, welcome to Balloon Party, the program that has won awards throughout the land. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Standing across from me is Action Jackson, and he is already locked in on Fayetteville, Arkansas, tonight at 7:30. Missouri, a seven and a half point underdog, number 20 in the country, going up against
1: the Razorbacks. Jackson, your thoughts?
2: Can't wait. Uh, cannot wait. I don't know the status of Nick Smith Jr., projected first-round pick for the Razorbacks and a great player, but they will have Ricky Council, who's averaging like 17.5 for them. So it's a big test for the Tigers. It's probably their first true road game. I mean, Wichita State was a, a, a good test, but it's nothing like they're going to be seeing tonight at Bud Walton. So this is a huge—I mean, if they can win this one, this will be—this is certainly the toughest game on their schedule this year, I would say.
0: Got a nice stretch here of uh, television. You had the Blues and the Leafs last night, Missouri— And uh, Arkansas, two top 25 teams going at it tonight. And the Blues taking on the Devils tomorrow. Darren Pang is going to be with us here at 1045. What I would tell you is things are happening. And while all of those things are wonderful, the Blues get a hell of a win last night. The Little Piddles prediction party?
2: Uh, I got a Little Piddles reaction prediction parade. (sighs) To me, I think that's the lead. I don't
0: know. No, the lead is Matt Rocchio's coming into the studio. What the hell's going on? That's Rocchio's music they're playing. See Rock. What do you have to to grab? Yeah,
2: I left his cellular device here. Nice. Cellular device. (laughs) Mobile.
0: Well, Uh, I noticed somebody peeking into the studio, and I go, oh, finally, I guess somebody got through security. Here we go. Uh, And I was going to say goodbye to my wife and my, my boys, but... It was just Rocchio.
2: Yeah, friendly neighborhood Rocchio. Yeah,
0: and then he just comes in to get what is known as a, a cellular device. Uh, I want to make sure that we let our, our fans, because there's millions of them of the show, know this. The new text line number is is it's still the Air Comfort Service text line, 314-399-9646. So that way you can still communicate with Jackson uh, by texting 314-399-9646. 65780, if you text it, my understanding, it'll give you a bounce back message to say, hey, the new number is 314 9646. So, where you have 65780 saved in your phone, just go in and then replace it with 314 399 four six and the next thing you know you're all taken care of and now you can communicate with us and with the opening drive and bk and ferrario and the fast lane and all of the wonderful programs right here on 101 espn so darren pang coming up at 10 45 the little piddles prediction party
2: uh we got the little piddles reaction prediction parade so what this is is i present a scenario and you decide how you and also the fans would react got it all right well i'll Do the parade? Yeah, it's not. It could be all right. Uh, Wow! What
0: a what a rousing endorsement. Sell it to the audience.
2: It's tough to come up with these
0: zany. Oh, somebody's not happy with their job. Somebody's not happy with their job. Look like look at Rocky. peeking around the corner, going oh.
2: I'm just saying. It's every day. It's tough to come up with these zany little 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 games we play here. So I'm going to try my best here.
0: Well, it's a slow time in sports.
2: Yeah, only every single—basically except baseball, everything else is playing. The Blues trading either Vladimir Tarasenko or Ryan O'Reilly at the trade deadline. How would the fans and how would you react? Um, Here's the thing.
0: We just had Jeremy Rutherford on TMA at 9 o'clock, and he was talking about how he was planning on writing the story today on some of the things to focus on now that the Blues are in this— precarious spot with the health of the team. Already we're dealing with the Terry Krug thing, already not scoring a whole lot of goals. Now you lose Tarasenko and O'Reilly. And he goes, but the thing is, you can't have a game like that last night where they beat a team like that last night in their building. And if my math on the fly is correct, the two teams have combined for 20 goals uh, in the uh, their last two meetings over the last seven days, 5-4 here in St. Louis in overtime, and 6-5 uh, last night in the shootout in Toronto and then write about kind of a macro issue when the Blues are realistically still in the mix. And who knows, maybe some of these guys are going to actually step in and step up. So he has tabled said column. The reason I give you that disclaimer, Jackson, on the off chance you are paying attention, and I think you are, I, I, ca- I looked over and I got to read that you were paying attention, I am. is because the answer to your question is contingent upon where they are in the standings right so if they are 10 points back of a playoff spot on february 20th i would imagine most people would be like ah thank you number 91 thank you mr con smythe it was a wonderful run you will live forever in our hearts and every time there's a 2019 reunion you'll be received with raucous applause but for the best interest of this organization now and into the future it's time to say goodbye i think people would be on board but at this particular moment, I think about half the fan base would be like, ah, not yet. But I think also this, most people expect it to wind up going that way. But we're less than 12 hours from the Blues having a hell of a win last night. One of the best wins of the year. Right. And, and and by the way, not
2: in a 2-1 fashion, but in a 6-5 yeah, sure, yeah. fashion. Yeah, definitely. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think it's a good point. It's so contingent on where they are in the state. If you're, you're right into, you're not going to give away to your better goal scorers. But if they're uh, you know, out of it in the situation, if it continues to kind of go, it's gone all year, where they look good in some games and then have a two- or three-game stretch where they look terrible – then yeah, I don't I don't think fans would be too upset. But if they're you know kind in the hunt, you always want to give yourself a chance. Tim, we've seen that happen a couple times here in St. Louis, where you just gotta get in. And I understand those might be outliers, but still, fans like to see it. So no. it's very contingent on the standings. Uh, the Cardinals. This is the next step, part of the reaction prediction parade.
0: Sure. On I, day, I, f- I figured that was as much. I appreciate though no being doubt. treated like I just you know, like I'm on an internship program. Here. I
2: like to I like to walk. The audience through things. I don't want to. So you're talking down to the
0: audience still. I thought you were going to f- turn over a new page for 2023.
2: No, when I, when I listen it's like, to I stuff, I went to
0: Lidue, so I'm going to assume everybody listening to the program is some kind of you know incompetent.
2: <laughs> I don't like to assume. I like to ex- over. I'd rather over-explain than under-explain. Okay. Uh, on opening day, the Cardinals start out in the outfield: Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Lars yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we know your we know your, your reaction would be. <laughs> I just I,
0: I don't know what's going on. I,
2: I'm in and, the same But game. but
0: I am still I have a twenty dollar wager with you if I'm not mistaken right yeah, that's yeah. what it is uh-huh. make sure we have these bets straight and my my opinion is that they will add a bat between now and spring training I cannot imagine that's the starting outfield I suppose I'll put the disclaimer everything's full of disclaimers that Jordan Walker gets hurt which would be but yeah. if that is the starting outfield on whatever the date is march 29th or whenever the hell the opener is right against uh the rival blue jays to start the season that that will that will not be well received by 90% of cardinal fans yeah i agree i agree I, there's I, 10% of cardinal fans who will accept whatever is handed to them you know right for sure but but 90% i think would be like wow this is what we're doing here huh
2: right like carlson is totally like i Anticipate Carlson starting out in the outfield, but like O'Neill and Newt Bar, too, and no with no Jordan Walker in there, or not another new bat that would be concerning. Uh, the The next question I have is kind of the exact same as my first question, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on it. Then what does that mean? What's going? on? Well, I, I don't understand. I, it was answered. Did, I, you, did you write this like over Christmas
0: break, and now you're getting? Caught the,
2: that would be a good idea. Just pre, pre well, pre-load how, how, how
0: could something that you just put together you decide to call an audible? And by the way, you're audibling <laughs> on question three, not question seven.
2: <laughs> I know. Well, it, it was, doesn't
0: speak much to the preparation of the question's prediction reaction party.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> the, the two questions are, are different, but the answer that you gave will end up being similar to what I have now. So uh, I'm not going to ask the question, nor will I say it on the air so I don't get exposed.
0: Ryder, can you come in and demand that he say it on the air? And if not, it's insubordination.
2: <laughs> the question was: will, Would you, the scenario is, the Blues begin a more structured, less obvious tank/slash rebuild for the remainder of the season?
0: The Blues will.
2: Ask, so you are asking the question. You decided to ask it. No, I, this that was the question. Oh, okay. I think you're going to get a similar answer from the Terra Alright, ask it then. Okay. Right.
0: So you are you 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 just told me that you weren't going to ask it, and then <laughs> that you, with really no force whatsoever gave in.
2: Well, I heard Ryder might come in here. I didn't want that to happen. So uh, the Blues begin a more structured, less obvious tank slash rebuild for the remainder of the season um, I think it's the same question I basically asked earlier. Yeah, I,
0: I get what you're saying, but I do but I, I have to say in fairness I love you know busting balls and everything but I gotta be honest I I, I think it's a different kind of thing because you could include some other players in there right. I think I think perhaps some teams that might not necessarily be Cup contenders in 2023 may be apt to take on a player in the off season who they wouldn't necessarily trade for at the deadline, mm-hmm. if you see what I'm saying. Right. Like, like Ryan O'Reilly isn't going to be acquired by a team that's going, man, we're, you know, we're starting to move in the right direction, but we know we can't win the cup. Right. That's a team that's trying to get there this year. Same with Tarasenko. But what about a Pareko situation in the offseason? Um, I don't know if he's necessarily a guy that he's going to put us over the top. And would the Blues be like, okay, it's, we can move on here. So it depends on who the players are. You were specific to O'Reilly and Tarasenko. I think there is going to be an eternal gratification between both the players and the organization and then also this region and Blues fans all over for what they did. So whenever the time comes that their their run in St. Louis is over, it will be sad, but people will understand. Uh, if it's, I'm not mistaken, it was 2007 that the Blues traded Keith Kachuk at the trade deadline. He went to the May they rest in peace Atlanta Thrashers, and then came back that off season, and finished his career in St. Louis. People understood the set of circumstances, and so this is this is this is all contingent upon the circumstances. So I, I think it is a bit of a different question. All right, and yeah. I have no problem with the question. I feel You vindicated. were about to you were about to blow it all up.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the next question. Okay. All right. Uh, this is uh, also an article I sent you earlier. Or last night, the NCAA expanding the tournament field for March Madness. How do you think you and how would the fans react? Um, so at 68 right now, let's say it goes to 100.
0: At this point, I feel like so many teams get in that it just is, it's, it's a bit of a free-for-all anyway. Mm-hmm. The college basketball regular season, like Missouri could get blown off the floor tonight. And I know some hardcore people will be like, oh, this just shows that the Illinois and Kentucky thing were flukes or whatever. And that really could happen. They're seven and a half point underdogs. Sure. But in the whole scheme of things, it kind of doesn't matter tonight. They're free rolling. If they win, it's a surprise. I mean, they're, you know, seven and a half point underdog, as I just said. And so the college basketball regular season, my standpoint, even though I'm looking forward to watching the game, is already relegated out of if you include the four major North American professional sports leagues and college football and college basketball, the least important relative to the number of games and number of teams that get into the postseason. So honestly, what does it matter if you add another? What are we, we adding? Twenty-two? Is that what the number would be?
2: Yeah, in that range. Yeah, here's my rationale. I for, know you're
0: a big college basketball guy, so take me to take me to church
2: here, Prince. Here's here's my rationale. If you're a mid-major school or even lower than that. You basically only play for one tournament, and that's right. the end of the season tournament. If this, if this expansion allowed teams like that smaller D one teams to get into the tournament, put their school on the map. I mean, I went to Florida Gulf Coast University for my freshman year of college. Brag. maybe, but I would not have known that college existed unless they had that run in the twenty thirteen uh, NCAA tournament. USC,
0: the coach went to USC, right?
2: Yeah, Lee Enfield, I think, is his name. Mm. Um. I could be wrong on that. Apologies if I am. But I wouldn't have known that school. It can, it, and the acceptance, and the, or I should say, the enrollment for the Gulf Coast expanded exponentially after that run. It's really good for small schools, not only for small schools, but smaller players, for smaller-time coaches to get into the tournament. And I think it would be really, really good for those schools to not have to be relegated to basically just winning their conference tournament to get in. And it would allow teams like SLU to have a little more leeway, other mid-major schools. I think it would be good for the game. And the number one and two seeds would probably get buys in that situation, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't affect them. Like They still have the same chance no matter what. So Mm -hmm. I am kind of for it. Plus Your more Dennis March
0: is for expanding it even bigger than that, right? Yeah,
2: because he and for a similar reason, like you giving ch- coaches a chance to show what they can really do at the big stage, and I think it'd be really cool. I mean, if you're gonna do it as 68, why not do even more? That's my that's my premise. It doesn't right. really impact things, right? At this point, yeah. If you're not gonna do it, 68 are already in. Right. I hear what you're saying, but for some schools, it's literally you play for one
0: turn. And, and when when March rolls around. I'm not as into it as I was a decade ago, certainly not even close to what it was 20 years ago for me, but it is an exciting time. Right. However, it makes November, December, January and February, from my standpoint, relatively speaking, worthless. And now that is what baseball is becoming, which is not how I viewed it for a number of years. Right. And now everybody's getting in and the number six team, you know, went to the World Series.
2: Yeah, and I respect that, and I think that it's a very valid point for, like, a basketball junkie like me. It always matters, but I get what you're saying. In the grand scheme of things, Mizzou could Well, I think there's it. a
0: difference between being entertained by it and it mattering. Right. Like, you're entertained by it. Absolutely. Like, as a golf fan, I'll watch the Century Tournament of Champions this weekend, and I would imagine maybe 0.1% of the audience even knows that it's occurring. <laughs> right. I also won't talk about it on the radio because I know right. nobody knows or cares about it. But So I'm entertained by it, but it doesn't mean a damn thing, right. you know? Totally understand. So that's what I'm saying. And it, I just think it's unfortunate, but I also understand it. Anytime you're going to present a business plan that takes away revenue and therefore reduces margins to any entity, it will be rejected. And so if you take away games, you are going to have a business proposal that's dead on arrival.
2: Absolutely. Totally agree. And then the final part of the Little Piddles reaction prediction parade mm. is here's the scenario. Okay. The Cardinals continue to have let Paul DeYoung get a shot at shortstop?
0: I don't even think it's possible, honestly. But for the sake of the little piddles...
2: So on, so forth. (laughs)
0: ...parade, uh, I'll say it will be met with 99% absolute rage.
2: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: I just don't think that's happening. I just don't think it's happening.
2: Yeah, I mean, th- there's. What
0: scenario could it possibly? Ha- I guess injury. I mean, injuries are always the answer to when I say what scenario. When I say
2: like giving a shot, like, w- like in spring training, you know, they're saying like, well, it's you know, shortstop's not guaranteed to anybody. You know, it's a it's a competition to see who gets the shortstop spot. Sure, but it doesn't at mean the, at the end, Yeah, I know. You
0: know, I, 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 yeah, I understand saying that, but there's just, there's just no way. The whole thing is, like I said, I. I can't imagine that actually playing out. But if it were to, from an amusement standpoint, it would be great entertainment.
2: It would. It would be. (laughs)
0: Kind of like if Joey Vitale's out one night and Kerber goes, hey, Jackson, can you?
2: I think that's what the people, it it would be like a star is born.
0: (laughs) You would be Lady Gaga and Chris Kerber would be Bradley Cooper.
2: Right, and it's funny enough, Bradley Cooper. Who would like to Photoshop that? Bradley Cooper's name in the movie is Jackson. Oh, my God god look at that singularity we've reached it
0: wow what a moment yeah. we're going to win even more awards in 2023 yeah. yep. darren pang will help us do so coming up at 10 45 you are welcome to text it 314-399-9646 just save it in your phone and then it's over it's all over it's over just cry out just cry out mercy and it's all over What scene? Oh, come on. We got, if, if you own goodorbad.com, a film critic website, you have to know when we talk about best pictures.
2: Uh, Braveheart? Yes. 95? 96. Ninety yeah, five. 95. Uh, 95 for
0: sure. Uh, all right, there it is. Uh, so Save it, and then the whole thing with this transition from 65780, which I know is really a burr in the saddle of many, <laughs> can be over. 314-399-9646. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.
1: We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Welcome back. Text coming in at the new number. Air Comfort Service text line 314-399-9646. Nice try changing the text number, you idiots. Couldn't take the heat, I bet. Try to dodge us real fans. Sounds like it's too hot in the kitchen for you. Go back to the AM dial. That's from Merle from Oakville. I was about
2: to say. I was about to say. Yeah, that's what we were doing. We're ducking smoke because of the text line. It was ducking smoke, so we had to clear it out. And it was all our idea, too. It was, it was, it was us, yeah. too. Said, hey, we
0: got, a, we got an hour-long show in the middays, so we're going to yeah gonna throw our weight around. Yeah. You know. Um, I'd like to uh, salute myself uh, that I was uh, buying tickets to the Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle show during that entire first segment while answering your nonsensical questions.
2: That is impressive. And
0: I'd like to just say that that'll be another reason why I go into the HD2 slash AM radio hall of fame yep. and what a ceremony it will be when it when I go I can't believe the amount of money I'm spending on these tickets by the way uh, you were able
2: to do that with great talent I may add and I can't even listen to a show and write an email at the same time <laughs> yeah I noticed that this morning I can't do it I don't know
0: so you can't write an email like uh, while I'm working I'm either listening to music or listening to podcasts at it.
2: all times can't do it I can't have silence I can do music without lyrics but I cannot do... So you listen
0: to the orchestra, like the Horton Watkins Orchestra.
2: <laughs> like instrumentals, lo-fi beats. Uh, there's like YouTube streams that go on 24 hours that have like these like very lo-fi uh, hip-hop beats, and I listen to that while I work. All right. But that's, I cannot listen with lyrics or a podcast and work, one thing or, or the other.
0: Guys, how come I'm not getting a response back when I text in? I'm not sure you're getting them. Yeah, there's not a bounce back message on the new text inbox, but uh, if you have the number... I assure you that they're coming in, right. uh, and I assure you they're rattling Jackson's cage. He's yeah. just trying to, you know, distract by talking about these instrumentals that he listens to. Three one four three nine 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 six four six Air Comfort Service Text Line. New number, save it. Uh, Darren Pang going to join us coming up uh, at ten forty five as the Blues get a hell of a win last night. I'm telling you, it's it's one of those things when those two teams play. You go, man, if they could meet in the playoffs, that'd be fun. Right. You know, I mean, they'd be meeting in the Stanley Cup Final would mean the Leafs would have to win a playoff series, which would be one issue. I mean, the Blues would have to get to the playoffs and then win three playoff series, which would be another issue. But these games, you know, two times meeting and two Tuesdays have been fun to watch. And who would have thought the Blues would win in that fashion, scoring, well, what wound up being a 6-5 win, but five goals in regulation. And uh, Brandon Saad certainly, Brandon Shen, Blues with a Jim Dandy, and uh, Bennington, with a couple of ridiculous saves. So a great win. We'll talk about that with Darren Pang coming up. And that is uh, heading your way at 1045. Jackson, what other questions do you have prepared here on today's show? And these don't necessarily have witty names with alliteration, which I personally don't like. Yeah,
2: I know. Uh, I like this question because I think it's interesting. Hockey seems to be the, th- the theme of the show. Okay. Um, I sent you an article regarding the NHL looking to expand its media footprint as opposed to adding new teams. Commissioner Gary Bettman has talked about possibly moving more games over streaming services and also including more behind-the-scenes content. I love that idea. Yeah. I love that idea. You already answered my question. The question was do you you like this? It has worked for other sports like F1 racing and European soccer. Do you think this could be a positive impact and help engage interest? Do you think more and more American sports will follow a similar path?
0: Uh, I don't know on the final question. And my reasoning is, if you're the NFL, you don't need to. Right. I don't know if... Baseball necessarily has the appetite to, even though I would tell you baseball probably would fall closer in the category of the NHL in needing to. No, totally. And I don't think the NBA needs to. No. Um but the NHL has a hell of a game
2: mm-hmm.
0: that I, I think the I think if we were doing Jackson, I'm gonna do an abstract on air chart that nobody can see outside of you. Can't wait. Okay over here and I because I know you can't see me over the computer monitor <laughs> over here on the uh, on the y axis. axis yeah yeah is caliber of the sport sure. and its entertainment value
2: sure sure okay
0: sure on our x axis yep. is is interest level got it and I would say that the NHL's caliber of sport is high. the interest level however is low, low. relative to, NFL, Major League Baseball and NBA. Yeah. But I would think the caliber is higher depending on where you are for a lot of people than baseball, but the interest is is below it. And I'm right. not talking St. Louis specific. Another element of it. I think the game in person is a hell of this is not this is not a, by any means a hashtag take, but something that has been said to the point of actually being cliché that the game in person when you have those kinds of angles, those sounds, the vision of the speed, the oh, talent, yeah. the skill, of the players, translates better in person than on television. But if you can have those kinds of angles uh, that you don't necessarily get when you're watching a, a telecast, uh, that would add to it. And perhaps most importantly, and this is the thing that I think, for example, at the beginning of a football season, what happens when people are making season-long bets? Oftentimes, square bets will be made on the team that was just on the—it's still on HBO—
2: Oh, the Hard Knocks? The yeah, Hard yeah. Knocks. Oh,
0: I'm really high on them this year. Right. Why? Well, I watched them on Hard Knocks. Wonderful. Sweet. You know, let me take your money. Let's go play some poker because you're a mark. But that's the way that it oftentimes plays out. Mm-hmm. My point being is that people become fans of these teams. This year, I think it was the Lions and Dan Campbell's personality. Yep. Uh, right. Because you start to see the personalities. Well, I would tell you this. And I've said this now that my son, I mean, he's five, so it's not like he's really involved, but he's playing hockey. He can skate. I can't skate. So I'm, I'm, But I've been around, you know, covering when I was doing television in, in the Blues locker room all the time. I don't know if I've ever met a hockey guy who had gone, oh, that guy's kind of an ass. Mm-hmm. It's just a great culture of quality people, truly. And I think if you put that in the spotlight— in a show like Hard Knocks, right. or, you're right, I mean, the one that really, truly experienced exponential growth was
2: F1. Yeah, Drive to Survive.
0: 100%. What a huge, huge boost that was. Massive. To Formula 1. That I think that could be a monster benefit for the NHL. I think the NHL has the most to gain, and I also think it has the highest probability of converting casual fans or non-fans into hardcore fans. So I think it is a brilliant idea.
2: Yeah, totally agree. I think, for people my age especially... One of the favorite things to look up on YouTube, and YouTube is a place where a lot of people my age are I'm only Michigan. watching
0: YouTube, YouTube TV, and uh, TikTok, yeah. except I still subscribe to Spectrum so I can watch the Blues and uh, <laughs> and Cardinals because I'm a complete
2: clown. That's the perfect example, the dichotomy of you being a young and old soul at the same time. Because the, the youngs, you have the youngs on one side, and then the olds are still paying for cable. So how, how do you, uh, how would somebody who's 24 who
0: wants to watch the blues
2: watch the blues? You use your parents' cable account.
0: You can text in three one four three nine 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 six four six. That is the
2: as as my ten star so plan. I am paying
0: for YouTube TV and Spectrum. Yep, yep. Just redundantly. <laughs> and you as a Ledoux, and you call yourself. Well, call me trust fund guy. That's what you said.
2: Yeah, yeah. This well,
0: year, call me trust fund guy. Little safety net. <laughs> you are using your parents'
2: password. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I assume, I would assume a lot of people my age are doing the exact same thing, because I can't afford to pay for cable. Well, I I don't want to afford to pay for cable. Uh, What does that mean? I'd rather spend it somewhere else. Haircuts and such. Well, I still can. Um, What I was saying is YouTube is a very popular place for people my age to watch content. And hockey players, NHL players mic'd up like a compilation of that. Millions upon millions of views. People love. Oh, I'll be it. the best. I mean, People sometimes when I'm watching it. on
0: TikTok, it'll pop up little exchanges between players, and it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. It's. I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. There's a show that's coming up on Netflix behind the PGA Tour, and they just happen to do it the year of the live golf thing.
2: Yeah, perfect. I mean, are they going to
0: edit that out? Because there's going to be some. There's going
2: to be some stuff going down yeah, there. Fireworks, or they reangle it as like a. But it
0: is perfect. And then the intensity of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You don't even need to have a mic'd up to know yeah. that it's intense. Much right. less you have a mic up it would be perfect it is a golden opportunity and again I think one of the issues with the NHL we did that thing at the end of the year um, the face of Major League Baseball the face right, of the NBA right. face of the NFL and then we got to the face of the NHL and people are like I don't know is it Crosby is it Ovechkin is it McDavid?" David but I mean McDavid's a great player but is he really the face how many people in st. Louis would recognize him if you walk down the street is it Austin Matthews you know you're going around and, and around Baseball has the same issue. It's just baseball was, it was in a spot where it was America's pastime. The NHL has never been in that spot, and so right. I think baseball is kind of like the old money. They don't realize that at some point they're going to have to change their ways. The NHL recognizes it has an opportunity to gain a big to the pie, and I think this is a brilliant idea strategically to do that. Totally. All right, we got a break. It's uh, ten thirty-four. Clock management. You know,
2: I, why even fight it anymore?
0: <laughs> After a year, I guess it was a year ago today that we did our first balloon party. Wow! What yeah, an it was. absolute dumpster fire. <laughs>
2: It was right at this time last year where I asked you, which substance would you least like to have poured all over you after a bowl win?
0: And I looked at you and I thought, God, why did I
2: why did I go into journalism? Yep. And then you said mayonnaise.
0: And by journalism, I recognize this is the absolute antithesis. I'm talking about majoring in journalism and then, of course, failing to graduate at the University of Missouri. Still eight hours, and I might knock those out while I purchase Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle tickets. Right. Yeah. Uh, Darren Pang's going to join us at 1045. You're listening to Bloom Party 101 ESPN.
1: We are right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
2: Hey everybody, Jackson's mad that he has to do that. <laughs> well that cone of silence, really. Yeah. The cone of trust. The been,
0: well, I've, I've never I, it's, we've worked together now for I think is 25 months of loving. Yeah, 25 been. months of loving. And it's the first time I've ever seen you express anger. Well. And you think it threw down a little piece of paper. And I go, you know what? We're not going to have that in the room. I threw... So the only way to address it is I go out and I narc on you.
2: <laughs> I, th- I threw the paper and now my kidney kind of hurts. What in the world? I you threw... throw a
0: piece of paper and you can endure some kind of kidney injury. I don't
2: know what happened, but let me take some water uh nba sucks no one cares that's from merle <laughs> <No good. laughs> heard that one before that, now i'm back at home i didn't
0: i didn't i didn't i didn't hear the nba update and i assume there was bucks, one there
2: bucks won by 10 and Giannis went over 50 is 55 that, yeah, yeah. 50 it's his first it is. game back from injury
0: uh so now everybody's been updated on that darren pang you talked with panger in the commercial break
2: uh yeah so he's gonna be just a tad late but we'll be we'll get him we, you're gonna hear panger today and that's all that matters
0: he is uh, heading to detroit Yes, I gather, right. yes, and then he'll correct. probably be heading to New Jersey following his stop I in Detroit. Imagine. That would be my guess. Is the imagine. Blues are on the road trip, and he's TNTing tonight. Yep. So that's what we've got uh, coming up here in a matter of moments. It's Balloon Party 101 ESPN, uh, and we are. We, I stumble into things, uh, and that is, oh, it's our first anniversary. Mm. It's been one year since... Can we play some of our favorite clips from the first edition of Balloon Party? There's so many things to choose from. So many. Guests are going to be dropping by.
2: Yeah. I think... I, I just... I can't believe... Uh, oh, look. Th- it's Frank Sinatra at the door. Come on in, right. chairman of the board. Frank. Yeah. We just had everybody come by. And that's the thing is they could come by and hang out. Like They wouldn't be like, hey, we want to come on the show. They're like, sure. I just want to come and hang out.
0: I'm sorry. I only have an hour for you. Would you like right. to be on HD2? Right. And then they yeah. reject that.
2: And then they're like, oh, I'm. where's the exit?
0: Yeah. I, mean, I want to talk to, to people like Darren Pang. I got to be on HD1.
2: Yeah, that's the key. If you want to get p- guys like Pang, you got to be the big leagues. And that's and it's good to be here for the one hour. Well, it's good hour. to get a
0: cup of coffee. That's why I got a little cup of coffee.
2: In Caddy Shack, they they gave the Caddies 15 minutes in the in the pool. They did. Didn't uh, go well. Yeah, it resulted in the baby Ruth situation, but that is what Balloon Party is. We are the Caddies. Boy, that's nice. Maybe yeah, it could be the caddy, program. and everyone else is Judge Smiles.
0: Uh, Tim, do gifts work on the text line? It sounds like somebody wants to send you a gift. Uh, oh, is it working? Yes. The answer to your question is yes. Go through with the new phone number three one four three nine 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 six four six. People want to know if their texts are coming through because the oh, Wow, what is this that just came in? I don't know if the old text line had a filter of some kind, but this is more of the TMA text line. The shiny
2: objects have started to to appear. Wow. Uh,
0: How about that? Uh, All right, I'm just going to pivot. Carson Wentz is the subject of a lot of pundits. What is this? What is this? Well, it's not a Carson What are we doing? It's did, you, not... did you mean to send this to Stephen A. Smith? Yeah,
2: I got, you have got very similar emails. You want a so Carson a Wentz Smith. take? It's not about Carson Wentz. It's more about players who were, at one point were at the pinnacle of their game and have fallen from greatness in a short amount of time, how they either regather themselves to get back to that or how careers end like that.
0: Well, I think Carson Wentz is a byproduct of of injury. Right. And so I don't know if that is necessarily somebody who would be aging out of it. You know what I mean? Certainly not aging. Yeah. He's still a young guy. It was in the Jared Goff draft class and you right. would have thought jared goff i think you would say well he's wound up having the better career
2: right and even golf though is...
0: goff was the one who was let go and frustrated with sean mcveigh and mcveigh was frustrated
2: with him and now he's part of uh, you know i'm telling you buy stock in the detroit lions you've said that yeah and i think Goff is the the opposite whereas he was a guy who was high pick out of college got his team to a super bowl didn't end up working out so he fell off they sent him to detroit and he gathered himself to become a good quarterback again whereas some guy like russell wilson Super Bowl quarterback at the peak. And now is falling off. Yeah, but he's but I mean, an that, age but that's, that's an age. Yeah. I mean,
0: that, that was 12 years ago, or excuse me, 10 years ago he had that season. Same year as RG3, if I'm not
2: mistaken, 2012. Yeah, was I that think. where RG3 tore his ACL, like on the field right there? Yes. Or, and, yeah. I
0: think it was against the Seahawks, as yeah. a matter of fact. Because yeah. I was super high on... Uh, The Washington football team that is now the commanders that postseason because RG3 was unstoppable but that was not a sustainable business model because of health. Russell Wilson has aged out and by the way and aside I love what Jerry Judy did last week. I think maybe the same number of people who know about the Century Tournament of Champions being this week and know what Jerry Judy did last week but he went out on Twitter and supported Russell Wilson, even though everybody was kind of like stomping on him throughout yeah. the course of the year yeah. and saying, you guys can hate on this guy all you want, but I mean, he's a great team leader and he's putting in the work and I don't, I'm paraphrasing it at this point, but you know, certainly vouched for him, Yeah. which, uh, you know, I, I, I don't really have a strong Russell Wilson opinion. <laughs> I told Jackson, let's make sure we talk about Carson right. Wentz. Right. I'm not prepared to talk about Russell yeah. Wilson, but, uh, I appreciate that. Good for Jerry Judy for doing that, especially in the midst of, you know, an opinion that would not be popular amongst a fan base that is not happy. It was right around the time of Nathaniel Hackett being fired. And, you know. I appreciate that because everybody was stomping on Russell Wilson like it was his. I mean, the reality of that situation. Who would have thought we'd be breaking down the <laughs> Washington football team uh, slash Commanders and the Denver Broncos in this segment? And they did meet in the Super Bowl. Is that 1992, Jackson?
2: Uh, let me check on that.
0: Thank you. Um, but either way, no, that was the Bills and uh, Washington. But that they would that they would be in a spot like this because of injury. I mean, that's the reality. But that that's one of the things when it comes to football, people get fired and going. Well, I mean. Javante Williams is a star running back. They lost him in the first couple weeks of the season. It's a just dismantled team. Yeah. So you just blame Russell Wilson because you you made a – I will say this. When the trade was made, I'm like, huh. Kind of surprised by that. Right. But maybe they know something I don't know.
2: I think the rationale was why you use a pick on a quarterback who might not be good, who might be good or might not be, and take an established guy, but he is aged out. I, and I do appreciate Jerry Jerry doing that because he got to stick up for your teammates, and I think it was really good of him.
0: Well, if you feel that
2: way, right. you know, don't
0: just do it just to. For do it, sure. But you, clearly he felt that way, and he knew it wasn't going to be received well by a lot of Denver fans, but he did what he thought was the right thing. Kind of like what I was talking about with Zach Taylor. It's certainly not as substantial, but Zach Taylor walking across the field and going, hey, you know, let's go back into our locker rooms. Our guys don't want to play this in the right way to do it. And I know your guys don't want to play right now. I respect that. Do the right thing. Sacrifice the, you know, what's going to be popular or greater good. If you think it's the right thing, I respect it. Darren Pang joining the program is going to be a wonderful thing for the greater good. It's coming up in a matter of moments. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN.
1: We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
0: Welcome back, 101 ESPN. This program is called Balloon Party, and Jackson would like to issue an apology.
2: Yeah, it's on me. I mean, it's on me. Not much, you know. You can give a long explanation and excuses after excuses, but that's not what you people are looking for. you you
0: said you people. What do you mean by that?
2: You fine folks, I should say. It might. It's not what you fine folks are looking for. It's not what you deserve. And, uh, Have you let on the
0: me. audience know what you're apologizing for yet? Uh, I did not know if you're, like, doing the inverse. right. Uh, this like a literary device that you were executing on the air.
2: And with that long preamble, I would say that Panger is not on the line at the moment. My God!
0: <laughs> so but, we will not have Darren Pang today.
2: Uh, well, for, for the moment, we do not have. It's ten fifty-two, yo. It is ten fifty-two, yo. So, um, I don't know. That one, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We might have Panger. We probably won't. But uh, and it's on me. If you're Good looking to, you. to cast blame. Look go. no further than the one, the only little pills.
0: Look at that. Wow, you just stepped right out. What a leadership. You're gonna, you know what you're going to have to see on your sweater by the end of the year?
2: Yeah, boy. They look real good. I'm wearing a sweater right now. It's hot in here, though. What does sweater say? Does that say Como? Como? Yeah, not bad, right? A little tiger will go on there. Yeah, fight tiger tonight at 7 30. Hey, uh, Missouri. You got to
0: put $1,000 from your trust fund on Missouri, or Arkansas tonight at 7.5. You got to bet it. You got to bet it.
2: Missouri Money Line.
0: No, 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 no. You have to bet $1,000 one way or the other. Arkansas minus 7.5, Missouri plus 7.5.
2: Missouri plus 7.5. All right, fair enough. Uh, And Missouri, the University of Missouri, just sold out their game against Vanderbilt on Saturday. Wow. Three straight home sellouts for the Tigers. That's what Dennis Gates was asking for. I mean, to sell out a Vanderbilt game while they're still on winter break, pretty impressive. Very impressive.
0: I saw they were doing a ticket uh, sale promotion, but listen, they've been doing plenty of ticket sale promotions over the last decade, and it didn't necessarily move product.
2: Yeah, it was like a twenty dollars tickets because they're number twenty in the country. What I were I got to be honest with you? Can I be honest with you? I always like honesty in media, Tim. All right, I'm a little worried about tonight.
0: And listen, they lose, they lose. It's still one loss. Right. And you're what's the record? Twelve and one.
2: Twelve and one at the moment.
0: You're still twelve and two with wins over Illinois and, and Kentucky. Yeah but the the momentum that exists if they go down there and have, not necessarily to the extent of the Kansas debacle, but something similar to that. Now, what I would point out to you is this, a little Missouri basketball history I'm going to learn you right now. Ooh. And when I say learn you as opposed to teach you, yeah. it lets you know I'm folksy and yeah. I'm one of you, even though I'm really not. Book learning. Right. That's why I emphasize that I didn't graduate from the University of Missouri to try to hide the fact that I went to St. Louis U High and I'm really a part of the elite and it's the following the University of Missouri went down to Bud Walton Arena in December of 1993 and I think they lost by 2020 points
2: <laughs> I'm gonna look up I, I, you've talked about this before and I've looked up the score and that
0: same team first off Paul O'Linney, who much like Clarence Gilbert and John Woods and now it seems to be trending in the direction of Kobe Brown. Never saw a shot he didn't like. Uh, was watching at home and goes, wow, these guys could use me. He then joined the team. Melvin Booker.
2: Yeah, Devin Booker's father. That's
0: right. Leads the team to undefeated in what was the Big 8. And they're a number 1 seed in the NCAA tournament, in which they lose in the Elite 8 to Lute Olson in Arizona. And Arizona goes on to lose. And who plays? for the NCAA tournament title that year.
2: 1993?
0: 4 93 is Chris Webber timeout time.
2: Ah, that's right. So Arizona.
0: The same Swa team that beat Missouri by 2,020 points. And uh, Scotty Thurman hit a three-pointer with less than a minute left to lead Warkensawa to a big win over Mike sheshevsky at Duke. But my point is Missouri had a bad loss at Bud Walton Arena, and they still had a hell of a year. Right. So that is the, that's the perspective I'm trying to give the people right
2: now, yeah. right? God bless. And in, in that game at Bud Walton Arena, Thursday, December 2nd, 1993, Arkansas defeated Missouri 120-68. to right. twenty <laughs> points. They hung 120 points in a 40 minute basketball I game.
0: I showed up, my first television job was in Little Rock, and I showed up, and, and just, I mean, the lack of self-awareness I carried through my first few years in television, including some of my time at KMOV, in which I walked up to Barry Bonds and asked for an interview, in part just to let him tell me to F off, because I was figuring he'd tell me to F off. And then he decided to do an interview with me. So I was like, oh, that was a nice win. I, I show up at Bud Walton Arena, which is about a two and a half hour drive from Little Rock at practice. And Nolan Richardson walks over to me and he is ready to tear my head off. He goes, What are you doing? And I go, hi, coach, I'm Tim McKernan, I work at TV station in Little Rock. And he goes, that's great. You're not allowed to come in here and shoot practice video. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, God. Earlier in the year, Norm Stewart yelled at me, and now Norm Richards is yelling at me. Why do I alienate Hall of Fame coaches? And for whatever reason, he took mercy on my soul, probably my height. And and he winds up sitting down to do a one-on-one with me, and we wind up actually talking about this game. Wow. And how they won by, what did you say it was, 2,020 points?
2: Uh, 52. 52 points. In a game where they put 120 points up on a scoreboard in 40 minutes. Yes.
0: So what I'm saying is this. Number one, me and Nolan Richardson, tight. Number two, bad things can happen at Bud Walton Arena. Yeah. And so if bad things happen tonight, you, Maybe. who who you're wearing your Como shirt, you now have wagered $1,000 on, you got your Missouri... What would you call that thing? My wife drinks out of those things. Is there uh, a name for it or do you just call it a thermos?
2: It's a water bottle, but it's close to like a flask. It's called a hydro flask. Jackson's
0: drinking a flask in the studio. It's called a hydro Rider. flask,
2: but it is a water bottle.
0: Okay. Uh, that, that if that happens tonight, don't be discouraged. I won't. No matter what, as a Missouri basketball fan, you got to feel much better right now uh, yeah. than you did a year ago. My God, yeah, Five years exponentially better. Right. So that's what I'm, um, I'm trying to talk you through, yeah, something the that I'm game. worried about. If they win, holy moly, kakatoli
2: yeah. This is the hardest game on their schedule. Now, to me, either that or I guess you could say Kansas, but that was at home. Bud Walden against the, was what was a top-ten team last week, number 13 now. Yeah, this is the biggest test they got. All right, there you go.
0: Uh, you want to apologize? Because clearly, if Darren Pang is going to come on, he's just going to
2: go over he Giannis' just shot, night. And he then... just shot me a text, and it's it's we're out of time. Oh, well, there you go. I'll
0: talk to him. We'll get him on. It's a shame we had to talk about Carson Wentz. We couldn't get Pang on yep, that was yep, the reason.
2: We too Sorry, Pang. We were too busy talking Carson Wentz. <laughs> That's Jackson, though. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, time for us to shut it down. BK and
0: Ferrario are up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN
1: you've been listening to the balloon party on the tim mckernan podcast presented by dobbs tire and auto centers on 101 espn progressive presents adjusting to the suburbs you just bought a home in the suburbs but no one told you about all the birds specifically this one who seems to be calling out roy roy but who exactly is roy roy And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.